2: Come on, it's 6
1: o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and
3: shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 937 The Tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kinda meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, Mike Schaefer in the 7 o'clock hour as always, no Rick Hayman today, He's under the weather today, so Oh, just, just my song of the day, it's oh. under the weather, so we'll give Rick a pass and hope he feels better for next week.
1: I wonder if it's allergies, you know, they're out, there. the harvest is occurring right now.
3: Yep, yeah. well, that, maybe that's my problem, I've
1: been sneezing like crazy recently, Yeah. and I, I have know. allergies bad. Yeah, a lot of people this time of year, because of the dust getting kicked up, you know, and by the tractors out in the fields. Oh, okay. I mean, I went to Carney yesterday, and yeah, you see tractors all up and down. How are your allergies? Drive. Uh, not uh, they're not that bad. They're not that bad. I mean, they're not great, but they're not that bad. Let's ramp it up a little bit. I'm good. But Is what? this idle chit chat? Yeah, time?
3: idle chit chat brought to you by
1: somebody me. Let's see, uh, what other kind of idle chit-chat could there be? Yesterday was kind of a slow day in sports
3: Well, yeah, it was Wednesdays, you got baseball The Padres beat the Dodgers to even that series up at one apiece Five to three I believe the nation is rooting for the Padres Because we're sick of the Dodgers That's not true Yes, it is No No Sorry, That's you're a an old strange, Dodgers fan. No,
1: yeah, that, no, no, no. Hold on now. That's a strange comment.
3: The Dodgers have won like 105 games for, I don't know, five
1: straight years. They're boring. What's the closest thing in Major League Baseball to America's team? The Dodgers. No. 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 Uh, is it the Yankees still? The Braves? The Yankees? I don't know. Four six four five six eight five. The closest thing in Major League baseball to America's team.
3: It's not the Astros even though they've been really good recently. Is it not the Yankees still? I, I think Wasn't the Yankees
1: it, are a polarizing team.
3: Well, who was who was America's team back in baseball's glory days? That's was, a good question. I don't think the
1: Braves were that. I mean, Yeah, I think the, the Braves,
3: Braves were they were big on yeah. TBS obviously. Yeah, yeah. They had Maddox would... and Glavin and 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 you know John
1: Smoltz and Chipper Jones. Well, going back further, they had Dale Murphy and um, Bob Horner. Oh yeah. And, Back in your days. Yeah, and Hubbard. Yeah, I'm giving you the nineties, you're giving Hubbard. me the
3: seventies here and the eighties.
1: Glenn Hubbard. <clears throat> so I think I think the Braves are the closest thing to America's team or they have been. Josh says the Cubs are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Closest maybe. You think they're the, the closest to America's they team? They might I be. I don't, I don't know if I get how I answer that question. That might be. It's a tough one. Yeah. It well is.
3: baseball's is losing popularity to begin with, so you know, you have to ask a lot of people there.
1: All right. But, Anybody uh, else responding?
3: Idle chit-chat. Uh, that one guy says MLB has no America's yeah, team. he might not. It don't. Like, what, what's the NFL's America's team? The Cowboys. Cowboys, no, for they're, sure. They're not yeah, that. Cowboys. No, this is not the 90s anymore. They're not America's team anymore. Dallas Cowboys. No. Yep. Think they still are? Yep. Absolutely. I don't even know how I would answer that one either. I, don't, well, I, don't, I just I don't did. think it's the Cowboys. Well, the Patriots are polarizing. The Cowboys. America's team. It feels like right now the Bills are America's team. I People know. love the or the Chiefs. Bills are Chiefs? No, not the
1: Chiefs. Well, you don't like the Chiefs. Chiefs are very regionalized. Chiefs are regional. That's a regional favorite. If you were sitting in, if you were sitting in Sarasota, Florida, you wouldn't say that. But you wouldn't say the Dolphins either. They're not America's team. No, the
3: we're Cowboys. Not. No, we're America's Forgotten Team is what we are. Oh, don't playing that. America's Forgotten man. Team. The one we are always playing like the victim just, card. Yeah, we are playing the victim card. Playing is the it, victim again. They're out to quit get us. They're playing get the victim us. card. Oh, no, wow. Now we're playing, to, playing the paranoid yeah, card. Yeah, they're <laughs> out to get us, man. They're out to get us, man. Idle chit chat. I am a beat-down sports fan, so... <laughs> When You're my team starts three and zero, I just expect the world to fall apart, and it did in Miami. By the way, Dolphins starting again this weekend. Skylar Thompson, third round, third, <coughs> third string quarterback, seventh round rookie from Kansas State, starting against Minnesota. What kind of arm so does Skylar have? I'm sure I asked Mike Schaefer his fear level for the third string quarterback. What does Skylar's arm look like? He had some nice throws in the preseason. A lot of his yards or his, a lot of his big plays against the Jets were off of deep pass interference calls that he got. Mm-hmm. I don't think he really hit a deep ball that was connected, that was complete. He just had like three or four 30-plus-yard passes that were called defensive pass interference, so move the ball way up the field. Okay. that's the key. When you got Tyreek Hill, you should just do that. Okay, we're at third and ten, just chuck it to Tyreek. Mm-hmm. If he catches it awesome, if not, he probably gets a pass interference call. We move the ball. Mm-hmm. All right. And maybe the occasional interception, but we'll take our chances there. Okay, let's shift. There's your idle chit-chat for the day.
1: We didn't even talk about the weather.
3: No. We can later. Very windy today. 40-mile-per-hour winds per the weather forecast. Is that I right? Heard. Yeah. Like yesterday. Red flag warning out there today. What's that mean? It's like a fire warning, basically. Really? Yeah. Really? Yep. Red flag warning coming today. Today, 40-mile-per-hour winds. Not a golf day. Not a golf day at all. Unless like the punishment, which and it is a golf day. Yeah. If you like punishment.
1: Okay. Let's not talk about that. Boom. Um, <laughs> I, I, um, I wasn't on hand yesterday for the assistants, the coordinators, as yes. it were, Mark Whipple and Bill Bush. Right. However, I watched the video. You did? Yeah. Well,
3: you, you, you said something about Whipple before the show. You want to bring that to the no, air? No, I'm not going to bring that to the okay, air. Okay, that's fine. Don't bring I, everything I, I didn't say what it was, but you said something about him. Mark Whipple,
1: 65-year-old Mark Whipple. You may have heard of him. He's Nebraska's offensive coordinator said, quote, I coached crappy <laughs> um, against Rutgers. He says, everyone knows when you don't play well. I know as a coach, I coached crappy. Hmm. We had a bad week. <clears throat> Excuse me. We had our worst week of practice. We had only one day to work hard, short week, and get some things done, and we weren't very good that day. That carried over. Now, that's, that, that's fairly revealing, actually. Yeah. Um, now, you learn from that. That's what he, he went on to say. You learn from that. He told his guys, you can't, you can't practice like that and expect to play well. So this week they've had two really good, strong days of practice.
3: Well, I like also what he said about the game itself. He said, this is what Whipple said, not about the week, but the actual game and the recovery in the second half. Mm-hmm. He says, quote, uh, this is, he said, the best thing about Friday's game is what he saw at halftime. Quote, the look in their eyes on offense and we played terrible, I did a bad job coaching, all that, and we were bad on third down. But there wasn't like, woe is me. It was, hey, I said, we're going to take the ball second half, we're going to go down and score, the game will be changed right there, and we're going to win the game. And that's it. And they all believed in it, and that's a credit to Mickey and the offensive coaches, all the guys that way. Yeah. I go back to, again, I, I said it on a Monday, I'll say it again. When I was listening to the, the, the halftime broadcast, before yeah. I went to the second half to watch this a different place. Television? Mickey, No, I was, this is radio. I was, okay. I was listening to the radio broadcast driving to somewhere for the second half. Okay. Mickey said, we have to score points in the opening drive mm-hmm. of the second half. They, had, they converted a fourth down on that drive to keep it going, and they scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Credit to your coach. I mean, Whipple says that was what they talked about at halftime. Say we're not dead. It's not over. We yeah. got to
1: score points. Get it? And I they get did it. it. I get it. Credit to the coaches. I, I don't know why you don't give more credit to the players. I mean, they have to go out and do it. Um, the, <laughs> I'm not, I'm <laughs> I mean, not taking away credit from the players. Yeah, how could you? I mean, I I I'm just say one thing has changed here. There's there's been
3: two changes: a head coach change and a coordinator change. That's so true. I give major credit to those guys,
1: plus the the players for. Listening to what is being changed. That's true. Yeah, well, yeah, they have to go execute it. Yes. I mean, credit to Casey Thompson for hitting Palmer on third and seven. Um, and then finding Vogelek in the end zone. I don't know what that pass looked like because I was getting a brownie. They had really good brownies in the Rutgers press box. Um, But, yeah, they I give the players a lot of credit. Mickey said the same thing about the players at halftime, that – he said they came in halftime and said we don't need to make a lot of changes. Um we're going to win this game. So, I don't know how much prodding they even needed. Um I don't know how much Jake, I don't know how much coaching was involved. They came in the locker room and said we're going to win the game.
3: I love that. They weren't
1: yeah. I mean I don't know if that's I mean
3: And listen, you know, they played a horrible first half. I mean there there was nothing that really went right in the first half except for the fact as we pointed out Monday also that the block punt did not resort did not result in a touchdown.
1: Yeah, a second quarter.
3: Right. If that's a touchdown, it's 14-0, and maybe you come back, but at that point maybe you're still just lost. And and if they score one more touchdown, you might be screwed in That That's Blaze Gunnerson. Shout out to Blaze Gunderson yeah, for stopping that play.
1: Blaze Gunnerson.
3: And the defense for not giving up a touchdown <clears throat> in a short field.
1: Absolutely. That was a minor victory. Those add up. Those add up. They did. In that game they did. So there you go. There's Whipple. Anything else from Whipple that caught your attention?
3: Well, let's see what else Whipple had to say here. <laughs> okay. Maybe you should have done this before. Well, <laughs> I'm just pulling well, – <laughs> I don't have audio from him because we don't have it from yesterday.
1: Uh, all right. Let's keep it on the tracks here. Okay. Uh,
3: okay. Here, here's, here's Whipple on the offensive line. So this, the question was, you, you talk about guys believing. Mm-hmm. Do you see that confidence still in particular with the offensive line despite the struggles? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whipple. Quote, uh, was that the one you were talking about earlier, that we had a worst week of practice? Go ahead. Okay, yeah. I'll say it again. I'll, I'll reiterate this. It, regarding that was the question that Mark Whipple was asked. Okay. Okay. Everyone knows when you don't play well. I know as a coach, I coach crappy. That. Okay? Cover, covered that. Okay, let's go forward. We said, so we've got to have our best week of practice. You guys learned that you can't practice like that and expect to play well. Covered that. <laughs> we flipped it this week. You didn't say that one. Yes, we did. You didn't pu- say that. You the, were obviously. You didn't say that. On. You yes. didn't say that part. <laughs> yes,
1: we did. Yes, we did.
3: That's uh, okay. Right.
1: So yeah, they learn. They had to learn from.
3: Okay. It. Well, okay. One more then. This, this okay. is a golf reference too from okay, Mark Whipple. Good. Okay. You know. did not mention this. No, one, I did not. Okay. The question was about Mickey Joseph changing the practice setup, setup and taking over. He says change can be good. Says Mark Whipple. If you're struggling that way, if you're hitting it bad <laughs> off the tee, you go to a three wood. So just the change part and being positive, it didn't help the first week, but just kind of got
1: into it, and that's what we want right now. I think he's I talking like about. I like to bring in golf terms into this. Mark, right? He's talking about the Monday practice. Now they, or they have Mondays off. Now they have Mondays off. There's a lot, a lot being made of that this week, um, because this is Nebraska, and we make a, a, we make, a lot we, of everything's
3: a big deal. Yeah, here. everything's
1: a big <laughs> deal. everything's overblown, yeah. <laughs> overemphasized. The, yeah, the Monday, the Monday. Mickey did change that they have Mondays off now, and Bill Bush yesterday said it's kind of six one way, half dozen the other when you choose that day. Um, but whatever. I um okay, so no black shirts. We've covered that. Yeah,
3: and Bush Bush is fine with that, by the way. Yeah. Um. And and guess what? So are we. Yeah, you are. Well. <laughs> and I am. Well, <laughs> well, I just right. want, I just want to once again. Revert back to before the Rutgers game, where we made it very clear in this show that it has to be not just against Rutgers, but against Purdue. And then if they do it against Purdue, three straight weeks after a good performance against Indiana, mm-hmm. Rutgers, Purdue, then the Cons- black shirts are under consideration.
1: Consideration. I think that and that's not dangerous, sure, though. Out. Yeah, because I, I'd probably be hesitant as I thought about it yesterday driving. Um, if you give them back and they blow you know and Michigan puts 500 on us yes. are you taking away the black shirts again are, you, are we going to so give them take we, them we, away we, we we've them had that
3: away. occur in the past here mm-hmm. different seasons where maybe they had him to start took them away gave them to him and then that event happened and you said what do we do now right so maybe just wait till the end of the year that's fine hey, listen i'm fine with that Terrell Farley says give him out right now on the text
1: line. Is that right? Yeah. Well, it's dangerous to give him out right before you go play Purdue, I yes, think. Yes, it is. Right. Then, again, do you take him away? Or do you just now, if you give him back, ah, it's a tricky one. This is tricky. It's tricky. There's a standard. And what if O'Connell throws for 360? Well, or, or more. 360 is, 360 is <laughs> not bad. I'll take that. Right. <laughs>
3: I was thinking more like four fifty and five hundred. <laughs> yeah. Three sixty is six, a pretty. A b- come on, that's, that's a pretty, big number. I mean, that's not that bad. He's
1: averaging three eleven. Okay, so it's just over his average. <laughs> not then. just over. That's his just average. That's, that's just over his average. Oh my God, I'm not talking about a yo Mike no. Leach team coming no, and putting five hundred <laughs> <laughs> passing yards on you. This is this is. I'm not. I'm not being surly here. This is the problem Nebraska has. The standards have fallen so far. Oh well, sure they have. Yeah. I mean
3: <laughs> come on. Come well, three, well, if it's three sixty to win, it's fine or a game you
1: lose close. Uh-huh. That's not exactly the black shirt no, standard. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't like I don't know, Terrell. Um but well, Terrell's I if, a defensive guy. You know, he's a de- I know great it. defensive player. I, yeah, I, I, I recognize. Just, I'm him.
3: just clarifying why he might feel to give him out now.
1: Yeah. They meant a lot when he played. That's the they thing. They also earned them back That's then. That's They the played thing. great defense then. Yeah. It's it's tricky right now. It is. Okay. So, we don't know. A, bar, a big part of this game is whether Luke Reimer, the inside linebacker, and Quentin Newsome, will they play? Will they play? Based on what I'm hearing, I think Reimer will go. Um, that's what I'm hearing. That's good. That's not official. Nobody said that yesterday. Quentin Newsom, it's a groin injury. It's And that, you know, ah, that's tough for a corner. Um, it, Reimer's their best player on defense. Reimer's their best player on well, defense. I like Luke Reimer. Yeah.
3: I, I wouldn't have argued... That before the season. I mean, we talked about Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn the other day, but Reimer's in that con- He's uh, always uh, been in that conversation.
1: One of the coaches told me Reimer's number one, Garrett's number two, and Marquis Buford, number three. Number three. Yeah. And probably Tanner, number four. Hmm. Caleb. Interesting. And perhaps Ty Robinson, <laughs> yeah, yeah. five. Let's keep, keep going. Come on. Yeah. To, go to 11. O'Shawn. Let's keep going. <laughs> then O'Shawn. There's seven. I don't know. I I got the top six. You got the top six. Yeah, maybe uh, five mainly, five mainly. Buford. That was a that that was an interesting one to me. Buford, I like him. I wouldn't have guessed he would be number three on anybody's list. Uh, okay,
3: there there was a comment from Whipple. I'm going back to Whipple here. Is okay, that shift fine? gears. Is that fine? Yeah, well, back we, to we, offense. It's a minor shift. We've been talking a lot of offense mm-hmm. here. Mark Whipple was asked. So we. About the, the bobble on the victory formation against Rutgers where there's a fumble. Yeah, that's concerning me. Yeah. Uh, he said he noted Greg Schiano <laughs> has done that before in, in the NFL when the guys, quote, submarine your offensive linemen.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Uh huh. He said Whipple said he almost called a timeout before it, but Donovan Raiola had talked to his guys about it, and Nebraska had no problems with snaps up to that point, quote, on Schiano. That's kind of what he's done in his career.
1: Yeah, no harm, no foul. I'm surprised he wouldn't have called a timeout in that situation to warn his guys. The guys are going low. Yeah. Kind of separating they're you. going low. And, I mean, if, you, if Rutgers recovers a fumble there. Uh, they're in field goal range. They're in field goal range. <laughs> I'm a little surprised he didn't. That might fall under the category of crappy coaching.
3: Well, they won a game with crappy coaching at right. times
1: in yeah. first half for sure. Yeah, why not, why not, why not cross that T? I mean, that's a scary moment. If you were, I was down on the sideline, it was you know, there's a moment of man, the ball's loose. Oh, they got it back. They got it. Yeah. <sighs> right. Let's get out of here. Why not, why not take of care here. of that before the play?
4: I don't know. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: I'm just saying.
3: Well... The the point is that they got lucky, they got it back, right. and they won the game, yeah, they
1: got out of there,
3: but and they survived a messy situation, a right. potentially messy yeah, situation, potentially
1: messy situation, exactly.
3: Uh, we got a phone call. Let's do it. I don't have a producer still. Let's do it. So I'm. I'm. Let's do it. If you can hear me, you're on early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead.
2: You only get one guess as to who this is. This guys. is
1: <laughs> this is the great Vince from Napa. <laughs>
2: Good morning, fellas. How are you? Hey, Vince.
3: Good to hear from you, man.
2: Let's see. Well, before I go into the Nebraska football part of the equation, Jake, you were talking, or both you guys really were talking about America's team baseball. Well, yeah. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a clearly <coughs> defined one, but as far as the America that I live in, my two favorite teams are the San Francisco Giants and whoever's playing the Los Angeles Dodgers.
3: Fair enough. Yeah. See, screw the Dodgers. No, screw the Dodgers. That's
2: a, uh, well, the. Well. Well, the Gi- well the Giants are on the golf course, but right now my favorite team is the San Diego Padres.
3: Yeah, they're hard to dislike. They're, well,
2: at le- least at least for a few games, and then if the Dodgers win, it, then then it shifts to the Braves or Phillies. But okay. anyhow, uh, anyhow, we're, uh, I'm on to Cincinnati in the words of Bill Belichick. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but um, as far as the Nebraska football part of the equation, uh, just a couple things. Now, as far as the black shirts and when you give them <laughs> back and what the standards are and how the standards have fallen. And you're right, the standards have fallen enormously low, not just uh, for what it means to be a blackshirt and just success at Nebraska football in general. But um, I would also say, too, widespread across the board in football, whether it's college or whether it's the pros, because the uh, rules have been made to benefit offenses. It's a lot easier for offenses to put up numbers, whether it comes to points whether it comes to yardage and conversely it's a lot more difficult for for defenses to hold teams to you know to a certain amount of points in yardage like it used to for some of the great defenses in in the history of college football and the NFL so i would say i would take it a step further and say the standard of great defense across the board is a lot different than it used to be, and this isn't That's just true. and this isn't just Vincent Nappis uh, talking about this. Nick Saban himself has said that, and as we know, uh, Saban is a defensive is a defensive guy. Um, but as far as uh, Friday night's game, and here's kind of an interesting personal sort of anecdote. Well, fr- I couldn't watch the game on Friday because I was covering high school football, so I was just kind of sneaking peeks at my phone and Twitter, and, mm-hmm. um, and I and I'm, I'm looking at the deficit and. Being down 13 to nothing, and I'm just kind of all the while internally swearing at my phone. I did this and that and everything else. And so I watched the replay on YouTube the next day, and now I'm. And then it's kind of refreshing hearing all the comments later about, you know, how the team believed, the coaches believed, the players believed, and all that sort of thing. Now, I agree you give credit to the players. They ultimately came through and got the job done. But I think. But I think as far as where it's coming from, I think that's where you got to give the coaches credit because, you know, you remember a few weeks ago when Oklahoma came in and motorboated us, you know, we're, we're one and three. A lot of the fan base was really just kind of checking out on the season and more interested in uh, who the next head coach was going to be. But that week, going into the Indiana game and then going into the Rutgers game, a lot of the talk was about how Mickey and the coaches were pumping confidence
1: mm-hmm. into the
2: players. And if you think about it, That's probably, and I know this is probably an oversimplification, but I think it's a truism, I would say, especially in college football, 80% of winning in college football is confidence and belief, and that's something Nebraska hasn't had for, you know, the last five years, and, you know, and hopefully this is a sign that it's starting to come back. You win three in a row, something you haven't done since Mike Riley was coaching, now all of a sudden you're really going to get the belief back, but... I'll tell you something, though, fellas. Mm-hmm. We, have a game, we, we, we have a game Saturday night. It's time, it's time to get that elusive three-game winning streak oh, that listen. we haven't had since Mike Riley was the head coach in 2016. I, I know a lot of people want to process that for a minute. But you want to know something, fellas? In order to come <laughs> away with that, you can't stumble out of the gate like you did against Rutgers. You've got to come out from the opening kickoff. And you go out there and you open up a can of kick gas <laughs> and let them know you're there for 60 minutes and go <laughs> out and fight with bloody knuckles. That was amazing. Unbe- oh,
1: that's amazing. <laughs> it was. <laughs> that was incredible. You were on your game, Vince from Napa. Thank you. We uh, have a, we, we have a problem, by the way. What's that? William via the text line. Oh, didn't have any timeouts left.
3: That's. I was going to ask the question yeah. on that. Before I just, ra- oh you know, yeah, so I got a problem. Them. Well, I, I was yeah, they, sharply. They were using timeouts to try to bleed that clock. They, they they had a great job of clock management. Mickey did a good job of that.
1: I was sharply critical of Whipple for not calling the timeout when they didn't have timeouts. Yeah, if he well, would have called a timeout, that would have been a bigger problem. I, I was
3: cautious because I don't, I because I don't know for sure if they had any. Yeah.
1: But I don't want to say that for yeah. sure because I don't remember. Okay, exactly. I, that's a
3: problem. But thank you to William. We're off. We're, you know, we're not off today. We're fine. Our first half. What
1: is it? Every bit as bad as Nebraska. Hey, you on know Friday. what? We we always have a good second half, though. <laughs> <No. laughs> thank God Schaefer's coming yeah, in. Yeah, we got Mike today. I'm <laughs> good. We got to clean it hey, up.
3: Well, can we can we pause for a second? And and Vince is right. People might be taking a, a second here to to take that in. What he just said. Nebraska has not had a three game win streak since 2016. I hope we're it, right about that. It's 2022. No, that's correct. 2017, they were four and eight. They never had three wins in a row. 2018, they started off zero and six. They, they ended up four and two. They, they did not have three straight wins in that stretch. 19, five and seven. They there were three and one beginning, but they had a loss in there. It's Colorado. Mm-hmm. 2020, no three straight wins. Last year, none. Mm-hmm. Obviously, three wins total. Man, and this I year, go back to Riley. It, you go back to the year they started off seven and zero oh, when they went nine and four mm-hmm. that season, lost to Tennessee in the Music City Bowl. That's the year. It's the incredible. last time they won three straight games, God, I mean, how pathetic has it been here? It's
1: three, been rough. We're talking
3: about three straight wins. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's been Vanderbilt rough. It's been, you know, pre-pre Leipold Kansas rough. Yeah. Who else is in that conversation? Um. Well,
3: if you go way back in the early 2000s, Oregon Baylor, State, Baylor was bad. Yeah, they were terrible yeah, before and, they got Art Briles. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Oregon State's even
1: pretty good now. Yeah. Respectable under Jonathan Smith out there. Right. So, yeah. That, yeah, that Yesterday, not a lot of news came out of that. Yesterday, not a lot of news came out of the Whipple Bush conversations. Um, well, it's on the text line. I was glad to have William tell us that there's no timeouts yeah. left. Thank you, William. Did anybody on the text line catch that? No. They didn't? Nope. No timeouts left at that point.
3: But it's important to have that knowledge now so we can't bash the situation.
1: I know. Thank you. They didn't have anything left. Right. Hmm.
3: And you know what? They got back on top of the ball, and they won the football game. Mm-hmm. For once, a fumble bounced the way of Nebraska.
1: Mm-hmm. Credit Kay- I credit Casey for digging in there.
3: Yeah. I can't imagine our reaction if they if that ball's recovered by Rutgers and they win that football game.
1: I don't want to think about
2: that. You might not stayed, do that. You, you have stayed
3: in New Jersey. Why do that, though? But they did. Yeah. Two and three, or right. two in a row, three and three overall, yeah, two three and
1: one three. in conference play. In head, and I think this game is going to be close. I do. I, I. The, the spread has jumped to fourteen. <clears throat> I know what the spread it's is. jumped.
3: I'm just commenting. What, what's
1: out there? They, you know, Nebraska has some injury issues. So does Purdue. They're down to their third third string right tackle. Okay, they're missing. They're going to be missing a DB. Um, they don't. They're just. They don't run the ball well. And they don't. They, obviously, they have a very strong passing game, but it's not a downfield. Like, they're not going to beat you over the top, I don't think. They shouldn't beat you over the top. They might get you once or twice like Rutgers did, but I don't think it'll be, there'll be guys running free. Nebraska's tightened up its run defense, and they don't run the ball very well anyway. Devin Mockaby's a, uh, I mean, they're they're playing a walk-on at running back. He had 13 carries for 26 yards against Mm -hmm. Maryland. Now, he's, he's. Shown well, he had a good game against Minnesota. Uh, ran for over hundred against Minnesota, Devin Baca but they're not. They're not. He's a like I said, he's a walk on, and that's no. I'm not disparaging walk ons, but they're down to their third string guy, fourth string guy, whatever he is. They had they were playing Dylan Downing, who's another walk on. They're playing two walk ons. He got hurt, so I, I don't think King Derue. You'll see King Derue in this game. Doesn't sound like it.
3: We have another phone call let's do it uh, if you're on if you can hear us who do we have you're on early break go ahead
1: good morning Steve oh, Jake we got to... uh, greetings from the Baldwin shop oh. bright and early here wow. thank you for calling Chris
3: and Vince in the same hour
1: yeah how are you doing well
0: uh, uh, real good Steve awful dark in these mornings but uh, uh, guys I'm going to warn you right now i can't I can't match. Uh, the energy there that Vince brings.
3: No, you know, we're not asking you to, yeah. it's all right, Chris. Yeah. Just be yourself. He's he, a unique animal.
1: Yeah, no one really he's has He's a unique energy. animal no out on the West Coast. Yes. Yeah, no one has that's that for
0: sure. Uh, listen, uh, guys, I, now, Steve, what you were saying about
1: Purdue don't run the ball
0: well, you know, I, I think I mentioned to you guys Monday, you know, the last two games, we haven't run the ball well.
1: No, they ha- we ha- No, No, Nebraska has not. You're right.
0: Here, you know, and that's that's a little concerning uh, to me going into this game. Um, I I think this is going to be a tough one to win out there. Uh, Purdue's playing pretty pretty doggone good right now, and they're just coming off of a couple of wins over uh, you know two pretty good teams. So absolutely, uh, this this is interesting. I you know Steve Jake, I I don't understand how. Minnesota is favored at Illinois this week, I, you know, and it's what it's, it's about—like a six or seven-point spread.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know,
0: I—I I, I don't understand that, but you know, those they don't believe in Las yet. Vegas. That's what they do for a living. But uh, anyway, uh, Steve, Jake, yeah, this is—you uh, know—the black shirt issue there. Uh, I'm, you know, I hey, wait, come on. You guys, when you're ranked 115th in the nation in total defense, I, I, I don't think they ought to be giving out black shirts yet anyway. You know, maybe in a couple of games, like you said, Steve, see what happens this week. You know, and it's, it's just going to get tougher on down the line here. So, so yeah, let's, let's let this thing play out. You know, the, the games are going to be tougher. These last two teams we've played, Indiana and Rutgers, are not very good. So, but, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let it play out here a little bit. Uh, Steve, Jake, uh, now listen, I, I, I want it. I want you guys, your thoughts, okay. Jake, and I'm not, I want to get off your, your, your assistant coaches and, and what they were saying yesterday, okay. but I want you, we, we haven't really discussed our new, our new stepbrothers out on the West coast, UCLA and USC, who, right now happen to be a combined 12 and 0 and ranked 7th and 11th in the country. And they'll put UCLA. I tell you what, UCLA looks pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. The team, they beat in Washington and Utah. Uh, Southern Cal's got to go up to Utah
3: yeah, this sweet, weekend.
0: And it, it, that's going to be a little bit tough. Although Utah sounds like they're getting beat down a little bit up there, but, but this, I see Utah's favored a few points, but, uh, Let's let's keep an eye on that, and and I did see something, Jake, this morning on ESPN, where uh, one of the commissioners and I think it's the ACC, he wants to push that 12-team playoff up to two years from now, and you know that'll mean the 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 acceleration, I believe, of the of the conference expansions here, and uh, I I still think you know you guys talk about those pods and. I think we're going to end up with uh, Southern Cal, UCLA, possibly Oregon and Washington. Who knows? But I was talking to a good friend at the Engine House Cafe yesterday. Good spot. Steve, I had off, and, and he, th- he still thinks – and this guy, this guy was a member of the 70 and 71 national championship teams. He thinks that Notre Dame's still going to get into this thing in the Big Ten, but I'm not sure. But, hey, one other thing – Steve, Jake, before I let you go, now that was a mighty interesting first, show, first segment yesterday you guys had. So, you know, we'd like to, to pass the hat here for Lamar's Donuts for you guys every once in a while. But after Jake, after yesterday morning, I, I know one of the guys tried to call in and said, Jake hung up on me, and I said, well, let's pass the hat for a year's supply of Zoloft. To, for for Jake so, so so Jake we're going to try to do that for you and, and, uh, and uh, uh, hope hope you're feeling better today I feel but, fine uh, hey, I'm guys, in a great mood great today shows, Thanks, thank you. Great, hey, great shows no matter what kind of mood you're in and, and I'm going to hang up and listen
3: thank you hey I'm usually in a pretty good mood yesterday my chair was in the wrong spot I was so bothered lost. I was bothered but I as as we
1: said we, we bounced through a rough start and we Finished twelve yesterday. Yeah, today we got off to a bad start again. I want. I, I think well, fine. People are gonna. My the people, error, the people are here. My error on the timeout issue wasn't a matter of preparation. It was just I made a mistake on the fly.
3: And, and William helped fix that. Yeah, thank you, you.
1: You you were not overly prepared for the show today. I was.
3: Yeah. <laughs> If I told you I had two remotes yesterday I was in charge of, would, would that help <laughs> yeah, out the issue help, here? Yes, and right. that my brain is fried from yesterday? <laughs> yes. Okay. A few things before we get to break. I, I like reading these. I never have these. A couple really, things. Really?
1: Yeah. You don't get... Well, I, don't, I will I bring I you I those. Think, I wish you would. That's something I could do. You could bring that to me yeah. on Tuesdays I should think or Wednesdays. of that. Please do. Yeah. yeah we, ha- we still have half the season left. I
3: like the packets. Okay. I don't, I don't like printing out 10,000 pages okay. here. I will bring them. You realize if Purdue wins this game,
1: this is Purdue's it's news
3: release.
1: <laughs> Purdue's, here. Purdue's news release. Couple things. Okay, um,
3: if they win Purdue, this would be four straight wins for Purdue in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'd be their first four game winning streak since 2018, and just the second over the past 15 seasons.
1: Man, yeah it's a nine win team last year though.
3: Uh, and this, this, this is. Am be I the, right about that? Yeah, they yeah nine. nine yeah. yeah, this would be the fastest Purdue has reached five wins in a season. Since 2007, when the Boilermakers started 5-0. Also, Purdue, you mentioned you can't run the football. They are 10th in the conference at 119 yards per game. Nebraska is 8th at 160 yards per game rushing the football.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Stats I, I don't say they can't. They just don't do it very
3: the well. The stats are pretty similar. The the biggest de- difference as we all know, it's not a surprise, is that Purdue's defense is far better. We we know this, but the stats indicate greatly. I mean, Nebraska is dead last at 449 yards per game. Purdue is eighth at 327 per game. Yeah. So otherwise if you look at offensive stats, very similar. They have a few more passing yards in Nebraska, mm-hmm. but
1: Points I think what we've simple. done this week in this, this fan base largely in the media is blown up Purdue a little too much. That's what I think. I'm, I'm not – I don't think Purdue is going to put a big number That's on That's what
3: happens when you have a nice win at Minnesota, though. I mean, they've won by 10. 20 at, to 10, though. Against a good defense. Yeah. And they shut down the offense. I know Moe didn't play. Ibrahim didn't play for Minnesota, but still.
1: Mm-hmm. And then they go beat Maryland the t- on the road. Th-
3: those are two good wins on, on the road, back-to-back. Minnesota and Maryland, back-to-back wins on the road? Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Mm-hmm. That's why
1: there's a little bit of And there's a, there's there's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of buzz in West Lafayette. All the hotel rooms are sold. The, you got to pay $600 if uh, you want a hotel okay, room. Well, I'm not going there. Yeah, you if you got to pay $600 if you want a hotel room in Lafayette. The game's sold out. It's going to be loud and... Um, It'll be different than Rutgers. It'll be louder. What, but it might be an actual sellout? Yeah. Not that Rutgers wasn't loud. That was loud. Okay. It was loud. And they had a light show. And it was, know, crazy a, night, light it was a nightclub. Show. Yeah. Nightclub in New Brunswick. Play, they're blaring bad music.
3: Uh, Fred Hoiberg was at Media Days yesterday as well as a couple players. We'll tell you what was said next in early break in The Ticket.
4: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.